Welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. Today's episode is remote fooling about remote schooling. I have a newsflash for you. Remote learning doesn't work. It sucks eggs. Kids aren't learning unless they're in some very elite schools and are in an affluent home. And even then, it's not great. Who are we kidding? But the politicians, the teachers' unions, the experts, I'm using air quotes, keep messing around, trying to run a car on square tires, trying to convince us that it will take longer and be very uncomfortable and somewhat unsafe, but it will eventually get us somewhere. I don't think so. We're depriving kids of an education. We are woefully unprepared to do this in this technological age. Homeschooling, on the other hand, has worked remarkably well in this country. Using proven methods, shared internet resources, curricula that are shared, committed parents, and yes, to anticipate an objection here, even parents who are both working. We've been using schools, in fact, to warehouse our kids, let's face it. They may learn, and they're moreover taken care of during the day. If they learn, great, but at least they're out of the house. But now suddenly they are home, and we not only have to take care of them, we have to help them to learn while pass the whiskey. Have you noticed how some organizations try to perpetuate the antediluvian, prelapsarian crap they use for services they provide despite the times? The taxi industry first tried to protest against Uber, taking to the streets with physical protest, urging laws that prohibited Uber from operating. But the fact was that consumers wanted better than smelly, uncomfortable taxis where the drivers were on their cell phones, eating their smelly lunch, can't understand English, and don't know where anything is. Who would want that? So what happened? Now the taxis are trying to adapt the Uber methods to themselves. That's because you can't simply perpetuate the old like a Luddite protesting the new. You have to get with the times. And education is famous for not doing that. We're trying to educate kids today as we did 200 years ago. No one today sells hula hoops, but we have the equivalent of a hula hoop educational structure. And we're still trying to teach people how to move their, their hips to keep the thing up. Would anyone in their right minds approve firefighters' unions simply striking, not coming to work? I know there are work slowdowns, but that's a different story. Why do we tolerate this huge influence the teachers' unions have on the future of our kids? Teachers' unions which pass initiatives only for the good of the members and not their customers. Why haven't these so-called experts in learning formulated long before this a better way to educate kids than moving them around by chronological age in large buildings, shuffling them here and there without regard to their individual's individual talents and learning and aptitudes. We are engaged in a huge deception. The ramifications, though, are very serious. It's going to be a generation of kids cheated of their growth, of their maturing, of their nurturing, of their learning. I stopped the other day 
when approaching my street because the school bus had stopped with its red lights on, and in both directions, cars had dutifully stopped and were waiting. And there's a monitor, of course, who comes off the bus now. There's no longer simply a driver. And the monitor stands there chatting with the parents as the kids slowly get on the bus, and the parents embrace them and say goodbye. And it takes quite a while. And then the monitor looks under the front of the bus to see if anything is trapped under there, although she can't because given her weight and the heavy clothing she has on, she can't make much more than maybe a 15-degree bend. All she's doing is staring at the tire. Then she retreats to the back of the school bus, performs the same senseless maneuver, then comes back and looks under the front once more. It's almost like an OCD exercise. Finally, she gets on the bus, and the bus pulls away, and 30 cars in each direction slowly start up. I tell you this not because I'm in a hurry to get moving. I respectfully stop for a school bus. I tell you this because it's all empty symbolism, because it doesn't mean anything. And that's what online learning is doing. It's empty symbolism. And occasionally we see a victory and occasionally we see something done well. But by and large, it stinks to high heaven. Kids aren't learning. And that's what the point of this is. Not keeping the teachers busy. We're pretending to look under the bus, but that's not where the problem is. The problem is the bus itself, the educational system itself, with its square wheels trying to convince us it's going to get us somewhere. And I'm afraid that's the uncomfortable truth. (laughs) 